We are so excited to be back with you, friends, for another episode of Beyond the Moment. Did you know that it's almost Christmas time? Okay, well, it's not exactly Christmas time, but it is time to get ready for Christmas in August. Christmas in August gives you a chance to bless and encourage missionaries all throughout North America this summer. On this episode, we'll talk all about what it is, how to participate, and several ways that you, your church, or even your family can help. As always, we are so glad you're here with us, and welcome to Beyond the Moment. Hi, friends. I'm Rebecca Lindhout. And I'm Amanda Martinson, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. I'm so proud of us. Look at us coming back together like we said we would. (laughs) In a timely manner. In a timely manner. (laughs) So proud. Summer checklist. Check. (laughs) Can't, can't keep our mission friends waiting. <laughs> we are, we're so glad to be back with you, um, friends. And um, we had a lot of fun doing the last episode on some just different missions ideas and things like that to do with uh, our families and within our churches. And so this episode, I think will really kind of pair well with what we talked about in the last episode. So if you haven't listened to that um, yet, uh, take some time and go back and listen to some of those ideas, because I think this one will really, uh, be a good sort of bookend to that episode because we're talking about Christmas in August today. Um, and before and- you go and turn off your things and say <laughs> they're going to tell us another way to spend our money, we I are. Think, <laughs> I mean, like I will always tell you how to spend your money. Um, don't tell me how to spend mine, but I'm I'm glad to tell you how to spend yours. And um, but there are some really great ministries in here that we want to highlight that we think that anybody who has a love for missions is just going to fall in love with these folks. And um, so we hope that you will stick around with us and and take a listen so you can see that there are so many amazing things uh, going on as far as ministry um, all around all around the world and all across our, our country. And even right here in North Carolina, we've got a couple of things to highlight for you. Um, that that we know that you are going to want to be aware of um, and that you probably didn't know that, that these ministries even existed. So uh, we hope you will stick with us. It's going to be fun. Listen, it, it's we're going to make it fun. Missions is fun. Um, now, for some of you that are listening that you're like, I don't even know what Christmas in August is. Like, I've never heard of that. What is that? Um, so just really, just briefly, what Christmas in August is, is a time um, every year um, that WMU and the North American Mission Board, so whenever you hear us say the term NAM, that's N-A-M-B, that's North American Mission Board. Um, sometimes you'll hear us say IMB, which is the International Mission Board. So every year, WMU and the North American Mission Board uh, really partner together, and they select missionaries um, who they feature in what they call Christmas in August. And really what it is, is these um, missionaries and their ministries that you'll hear us talk about here shortly, they provide a list of things that they need to be able to carry out their mission, to to do their ministry in the places that they are all throughout North America. Um, So you'll literally hear from coast to coast, different missionaries, what their needs are. And it is a way for individuals, for churches, um, for small groups to really bless those missionaries take up a collection of those items, um, send those packages to those missionaries in a way to say, hey, we support you. Um, We care about what you're doing. We are with you in the spread of the gospel and the ways that you are working um, on the mission field where they are serving. Did I miss anything? Is that kind of a good way to sum it up? 
Yeah, and I think like when we think about it, we have to think about the choices that new ministries especially have to make. Like, can I afford glitter glue or to keep the lights on? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. I always want everyone to have glitter glue always. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we are just lightening the load a little bit for them so they don't have to make those kind of choices of, of, you know, snacks for the kids or or being able to pay the rent for their facility. That's right. Um, So that's a big part of it is is those needs that... um, that maybe the typical um, church doesn't even think about mm-hmm. because you can just go and, 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 and afford those. You can just go out and purchase those uh, with your, within your budget. Um, but those things are actually a, a really big expense um, for new ministries and for, yeah. for ministries in, in impoverished neighborhoods. Yeah. So um, that's, that's kind of the heart that we're, we're coming to this with uh, today. Yeah. And a lot of what you will hear today, there's there's a wide variety of ministries um, that you, we will not hit all of them. What Becca and I have done is selected a few um, just so that you can sort of see the range of the different missionaries and their ministries. We will put um, in the show notes a link to every missionary so that you can actually go through and check their list out um, and, and learn more about their ministry. So we'll hit a couple um, for you just to highlight Um but, but it's just what Becca said. This is a way for us to be able to bless them. And that's so the focus is done in August every year. So we're a little ahead. We're doing this, uh, recording this ahead of time so that you have plenty of time to, you know, get with your church groups. I mean, you can even do this as a family. It doesn't have to necessarily be within your church. You can do this right within your own individual family, with your kids, with your nieces and nephews. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter. This is just a way, like Becca said, for us to really be able to bless, to bless these missionaries and bless their mission. So so yeah, um, we know it's not August. I have not yeah. even gone on vacation yet. Amanda, however, has I, gone on her. vacation. Yeah, but you know what? I have learned I, both of my vacations that we took were really early this year. And now I'm sad because <laughs> it's all over. That's it. So you know, you'll go off on vacation in a couple of weeks and I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, but I have a, a, a six-year-old who keeps asking me how much longer until vacation. And I, and, and I say, you know, two weeks and she'll say, well, how many hours is that? <laughs> We're having to, we're having to break this down for someone who has no con like her mother has no concept of time or space. (laughs) Reminds me, I was going through a Chick-fil-A not long ago and I, you know, I was like, rarely do I have cash on me, but I happen to have some cash on me. And so, um, the girl was like, getting me some changes. She was like, Oh no. She was like, I hit the exact change button. And I didn't, I like, she didn't like do something right. And so she was like having to do it on her phone and and she's like is, and she hands it back she's like is that right I said honestly I just trust you it's <laughs> like, oh, not gonna happen in the brain the numbers the owl things in yeah. my brain no I wanted I to be like not. whatever you give me back is just what the Lord intended okay <laughs> I don't I don't want I don't want my brain to hurt in the Chick-fil-a line not yeah. at all no oh, I really just wanted that peach milkshake and I already had ham on my brain <laughs> Like, uh, that ham is sitting in the refrigerator. Y'all, my mom made a fresh ham with, um, with an orange, uh, glaze on it. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like protein candy. It is, it is so good. Betsy has blessed us. Trying to focus on Jesus and missions and not ham right now. We do thank you for, for your blessing, Betsy. (laughs) This office will, will reap that blessing and those benefits. We we sure appreciate you. (laughs) 
I look forward to that. I am. Um, but yes, we're, as a time where we're all getting ready to go on vacations, you know, summer is, is like we said in this last episode, summer is a great time to do missions, whether you're going on vacation, whether you're hanging around at home. And this especially is a really easy thing to do within your church, with your family, um, as a way to really bless these missionaries. And this is a really simple thing. I mean, what you'll find is um, when you're looking at these lists, and like I said, this uh, will be in the show notes for you to click, um, you know, most importantly, of course, to be in prayer for these missionaries, for what they are doing. Um, a lot of them, like, like I said, they are doing some really hard stuff with very little resources. Um, that in itself is hard. We're, a lot of these churches are church plants who are trying to get off the ground and serve people and, um, and reach people in the areas that they are. And so uh, we, you know, really want to try to, you know, help them as much as possible. So, you know, this is, I feel like it's a really easy thing to do and literally just go on there, look at the list of missionaries, um, you know, be prayerful about who you're selecting, look at their needs, look at what resources they need. And you, you literally just pick a missionary um, and look at their items. The good thing is because this is, um, you know, being done by so many churches and individuals throughout, you know, throughout well I mean anybody throughout the world really um can do this and so um don't worry about picking all the items you know just because you see you know 10 items on a list doesn't mean you have to collect 10 items you can pick one item or a couple items to send um you can focus on a specific missionary you can pick a couple items from different missionaries however you would like to do that and you pack it just like you would an operation Christmas child g-box almost right get your package together put your items in there um you know, it's always good, I think, to send encouraging notes and, and things like that to the missionaries. Wouldn't you say about encouraging, putting some things like that in there? Oh, yeah. I think that makes, uh, especially if you're doing children's ministry, it really makes that connection real for the children. And, you know, if you've, you've got these missionaries addresses, um, if you go on the North American Mission Board, you can probably get their emails as well. Mm -hmm. um, and you could maybe even email them afterwards and set up like a Zoom call with the missionaries that you um, that you helped and just have a conversation either with your WMU group or with your children's group, uh, which would be really like bring that connection full circle. I am I'm looking actually um, while you're talking their their um, their addresses are, of course, on there, but their emails are attached as well. So you've got that electronic uh, way to get up with them so that's that's neat because like that's a great idea to do like a little follow-up um I know they will be more than happy to talk to you to talk to your to your children's group to um you know your church group they'll I think they will be more than happy to do that um so that's really how you do it you pick a missionary you look at a couple items and then you collect and you send and um that's it that's part of their it can also be a, a great thing for your um for your VBS offering oh yeah have have them either bring you know have your donations go towards that or or just they could bring in items if if you choose a, a local ministry in North Carolina if you're from North Carolina or wherever you're listening if uh, there should probably be one in your state that you can choose from and um, yeah go ahead and deliver those maybe that's a special uh, missions trip that you take is to deliver your items mm -hmm, mm -hmm. great idea. All right, so let's dive in and let's highlight a couple of the missionaries. Like I said, we won't have time to go through all of the missionaries, but we did want to give you a little sample of what this looks like and some of the ministries and the missionaries that are being highlighted for Christmas in August. Um, do you want to go first? You want me no, to take it? Not. I always like. I, I'm just saying. I was going to say. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed this trend where you made me go first. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's because you're the most prepared and responsible of the two of us. Well, nah, no, no, I'm not literally <laughs> sitting here with my glitter glue, making glitter crosses on my hand as we speak. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's whatever gets you through. If you want to know the difference between Amanda and I? <laughs> Whatever gets you through. It would look like his eyeliner. And 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 we love you for it. And we love you and your glitter glue. <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's start with Doug Hickson. And Doug, um, he is with uh he is out of Longmont, Colorado. So this is Connection Church in Longmont. And um, they are a new church plant, and I think they are doing some really cool stuff. So they are actually um they have not launched their church yet. They are looking to launch this fall. And so what they're doing is they're meeting with a small group of people now, and this is so cool. They are hosting 20 block parties this summer, which to me just sounds like so much work. And it's <laughs> a like lot VBS. of time. That's like VBS, uh-huh. like, you know, 20 times, five, yeah. like you do five days of VBS, it's VBS four times. Yeah. Yeah. What are they thinking? Yeah. Y'all just send them some water. They, yeah. They, yeah. They are doing some work out there and um, this is so neat. So they are doing this um, throughout the summer to hopefully reach, get this guys, this is no exaggeration, between 50 to 60,000 people in their city. I mean, that is wild. Um, So, so neat. And so what they're doing with their church plan is they really do, they want to, of course, love and serve that community. Um, And what they're doing is they want to meet the needs of that community and where they're serving there in Colorado. And so um, it says that one of the areas that they have found really affects at least a third um, of their population is in their public schools. So, um, so what they want to do is really build relationships with the schools there in that area and, uh, and provide them with some of the needs and supplies that they need. And so it says, um, so Doug says, like, we want to supply our, our lowest income schools with school supplies so they can use it for their students and their teachers throughout the school year. And it says, you know, you, you giving to this, you purchasing these items gives them an opportunity to love our schools. And it, what it does is opens the door for them to share the gospel with the teachers there and the school administrators. And so, I mean, it's just, you know, school supplies like what you would collect here, you know, pencils, notebooks, composition books, um, you know, dry erase markers, index cards. And then they actually have a link to an Amazon wish list. So let's say you, you know, you can't even, you're like, well, I, I'm going off on vacation and I'd love to be a part of this, but I can't pack a box. Well, an Amazon wish list to the rescue because you can literally just have it sent right to them. Um, so we'll link that in the show notes as well. But 50 to 60,000 people in their city 20 block parties this summer because they are launching this church. And I just think what a cool way to reach people right there in Colorado. Awesome. Okay. So um, coming a little bit more local for us out of Winston-Salem, we have David and Kathy Parsons and they are in Winston-Salem, of course, and they are missionaries with NAM. And they serve in um, multi-family, multi-housing communities in North Carolina. So um, they have eight areas of Winston-Salem that they teach and do Bible study and kids programming and even morning morning Bible study for teenagers as they're waiting for the bus. They have ham biscuits for them Mm -hmm. and and a quick devotion with them um, before they before they get on the bus. I think this is so awesome. And if you have ever met David Parsons, uh, you will quickly realize that he cannot say enough about his ministry. Yes, he, just, he loves he, what he does. Yeah, he is out the door telling you about the kids. Mm-hmm. Just 
um, his heart is 100 and, and, and so is his, is his wife, Kathy, their hearts are 100% for those children, for their needs and for, mm-hmm. for, for winning them for Christ. And, um, he, he is singularly focused yeah. on that. And I think it's such, such a beautiful thing, um, to see somebody that is just so passionate. I watched him. Um, we had a, you know, WMU has a booth at the Baptist state, um, annual meeting. Baptist State Convention, and I watched David, like, he knows everybody, and he just basically went by every booth that, of with of people that he knew, and reminded them of what he was doing, and gave them an update, and was like, you know, kind of like, hey guys, we're still here, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and I just think that's beautiful, that, 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 that is his, is his passion, and their passion, and, um, you know, they are, they are, um, also not fully funded by Nam, mm-hmm. uh, so these these things that they need are uh, are what are things that help keep their ministries going. So he says that they uh, have Bible clubs, summer camps for children, uh, teen and children special events, um, adult Bible study and meal events. They have craft time at their events and make children's bags for for their children that includes school supplies and small toys. They make gift bags when uh, new families move into one of their multi-housing bases, I guess you would say. Um, And, and, you know, they they greet them. They they might be the first neighbors that David and Kathy might be the first neighbors that that some people meet um, Mm -hmm. as they come Mm -hmm. into these communities. So um, he says that these gift bags demonstrate God's love in a tangible way as we connect with children and their families. Um, So they need things um, that you would think like your local YMCA children's program would need. They need Crayola crayons and small toys and stickers and dish rags and dish towels, bars of soap, washcloths and small towels, sidewalk chalk, uh, school supplies, safety scissors, those sorts of things. There's a whole list of them. And he's also asking, and, and I think this would be such a neat thing for a WMU group to go in and, and do. But he's asking for a case of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which if you are um, involved in children's ministry at all, you know this is just one of the most beautiful um, children's story Bible, storybook Bibles that there is just beautiful in the way, in the words, beautiful in the illustrations. And they can, they make a connection in the Jesus storybook Bible of, um, the need for Jesus throughout the old Testament and, and the actions in the old Testament that led up to the need for the new covenant in Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is just, it is just such a beautiful telling of the gospel. And then, uh, the action Bible, uh, they're also asking for. And if you're not familiar with that, that is like a, a comic strip Bible. And, um, and it is really awesome too. It is a great way to get, uh, young boys, to read the Bible. I mean, I just about every boy in my children's group um, had this action Bible and they love to read it. And of course, you know, it's going to be a paraphrase, but it really brings the stories to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are mm-hmm. asking for a case of each one of those um, and then gift cards. So um, if you have a heart for kids and you are, especially if you are in the Winston-Salem area, um, you know, you could deliver those yourself and see what, what Kathy and David are doing. Um, but they told us um, <clears throat> a few years ago, they were the beneficiaries of a Christmas in August. And they said it, it was a game changer for mm-hmm. their, 
for mm-hmm. their ministry. Mm-hmm. It was it was an absolute godsend, and he, he just couldn't say enough. And so I'm so happy to see them on this list again. And when you go to the homepage for Christmas in August um, on WMU's website, you will see a picture of Kathy. When uh, her arm stretched out across the, all the boxes, um, that was when they were the recipients. I believe it was, I think it was 2016, maybe, when they were on the list last, I think he said. Um, so you'll actually get to see a picture of them and what all uh, the packages that they got. And I will say this about David and Kathy, um, that, and I, I, I feel confident any of the missionaries uh, that we talk about and that are on the list would be willing to do this, but I can, I know I can say it for David and Kathy because we know them. They are more than happy to come talk to your churches anytime about what they do, um, you know, virtual meetings, getting, hopping on the phone and talking about what they do. Um, what, what Becca said is very true of them. They, they live and breathe their mission there in the community in Winston-Salem. I mean, it's, uh, it's quite remarkable all that they do. And so um, just another, uh, if you are local to North Carolina, but again, not, you don't have to be North, local to North Carolina. I believe they would do virtual meetings and travel and all that around as well, because they really um, are always willing to do that. Um, but they are just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're back on the list and, and glad to see, you know, that their, their ministry has, um, has really been thriving and, and Christmas in August has been a big part of that for them, I think. So it's good to have them back and um, be able to bless them in that way. Definitely. All right. So up next, I want to talk about Barry Smith, and this is at, Barry Smith is out of Eagle Mountain in Utah, and this is with Pioneer Community Church, and um, and just reading about what they do there in Utah, it says that Pioneer Community Church is one of only three Christian churches in an area of more than 90,000 people. Um, that, even in looking in North America, here we are, uh, we're in the South here in North Carolina, obviously I, we're a part of the Bible Belt. Um, we literally say, well, hey, there's a church on every corner, right? And here we are, um, you know, within the same uh, within the same country where Barry is serving uh, one of only three Christian churches in the area with more than 90,000 people. That is quite staggering. Um, and so the Bible Belt, that's not even the Bible shoestring. That is <laughs> no. Like, no yeah I don't even know yeah that's it but um yeah they planted Pioneer Community Church in Eagle Mountain Utah um it's just three years ago and so their church is still really small um but says that they are still seeing so many people come to faith and be discipled and so um you know Barry mentions in here that they're um they're in a middle class area and so I think this is very interesting and a great point to make um, because Barry said their needs are not so much physical so they don't need so many physical items um maybe like David and Kathy um you know does or, or Doug does um back in Colorado where they're asking for crayons or things like that their needs are spiritual um, and I think that's a really important uh, point to make and so some of the most effective tools for them have been some books and so there's a there's a list of books that they're asking for um, so you know things like a, a book called Bi- you know Bible can we trust it and so it talks about how in the area that they serve and a lot of people are weary of trusting the Bible how can we how can we prove that the Bible can be trusted um, and so they're asking for some resources to help with that like um, you know like a book called what is the gospel um, there's a book called uh, 
and this is a great book, The Case for Christ. Um, probably many of you listening have heard of that before. Um, there's some theology books that they are looking for um, to help with kids and teens and um, and gift cards are always great. And this, uh, you'll see a lot of these when you go on the list for a lot of the missionaries asking for gift cards. And that is because they can use them in outreach. So for things like those block parties or, um, you know, VBSs that they do for mission work, um, you know, for community events and outreach and things like that. So you'll also see a lot of them requesting uh, gift cards to different places and things like that for them to be able to use. Um, but that that is just quite astonishing to me to be one of only three Christian churches in the area of that many people. And so um, I really would love for us to really you know, be able to bless Barry and that pioneer community church there in the area and just really help them be able to um, continue to, to reach out to people in their community and grow and grow their church. Um, because obviously the need is very great there. All right. So I wanted to do one. Um, so many of these have similar needs, um, <clears throat> but here's one that is very different. And this is um, Vince Bissy. He is the lead pastor for Requiem Church in um, Alton, Illinois. And um, so Requiem, uh, Requiem Church is a new church plant there in Illinois, and their vision is to help suffering people find rest in a strong and beautiful God. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Like what, what if that was every church's mission? Mm -hmm. Help people find, and you know, that is like, I feel like our whole country right now it just like if I had to use a visual metaphor it would just be like a clenched fist like everybody is just like it feels like is on edge these days mm -hmm. and and this is exactly what they need rest in a strong and beautiful God mm -hmm. and so um so what they have started um well what they are asking for gifts uh for is that um that you would give to the Thrive Metro East local pregnancy resource that they partner with. Um, they really believe in the, the biblical call to take care of your widows and your orphans and your children. And so um, they are also, they also include, there's lots of women who come into this local um, pregnancy, Thrive Metro East Pregnancy Center. And so they have adopted this ministry and they put information about their church in this ministry. And so they're asking for some really neat things, um, you know, your normal baby things that you were thinking about. But again, they are asking for the Jesus Storybook Bible that will go out to, to moms. Um, she reads Truth hardcover Bible. Um, That's a great and, Bible. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, baby wipes, diapers. Um, they're asking newborn to size two infant toys, infant clothes, pampering items for women, um, Panera gift cards, you know, like you think about that. I think that's really smart. Like so many times we just take care of a mom's, you know, baby needs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but sometimes she just needs a hot meal and that mm -hmm. she doesn't have to cook. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then they're asking for new growth press mini books on parenting or women's issues um, that, and they've got the, the website there. And I think as our, as our nation is, is like, you know, the talk about reproductive rights is all over the place. And as many states begin to outlaw abortion, um, it is up to the local churches um, to step up to take care of these mothers and, and families. That's our call as Christians. So um, I mm -hmm. think this is just one of those churches stepping up to do that. And, and I hope that um, many others will follow suit. But again, that is 
um, Vince Bissy at Requiem Church. Why can't I say Requiem? I'm telling you, it's like saying squirrel. When I, when I lived in in, in um, Romania, my host father could not say squirrel and it was the funniest thing in the world. And he even tickled himself about it. But I, I clearly, I cannot say Requiem. I thought you were saying, I thought you were going to say you couldn't say squirrel. I was like, yeah, well, we, listen, we all have our words we struggle with. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, they're out in uh, Alton, Illinois. So check them out. And you know, there, there are so many needs. And, and I love that this is a time of year where this gets highlighted. And if you think about it, um, I'm, I'm so glad that they do, they do this during the summer because, you know, during actual Christmas time, uh, the, you know, this is very hard as everyone's so busy and running and all that. So this is a really special time to be able to highlight and bless these, um, you know, these missionaries and all that they're doing. You will find um, all kinds of missionaries and, and missions on here, everything from prison ministry to working with children's ministry uh, and outreach and all kinds of things like that. Um, and so you will, like I said, be able to go and look, uh, click on that link in the show notes and be able to pull up each individual missionary and what they are doing. Um, but that, that's Christmas in August. Um, what a fun way to be able to do missions this summer and to be able to help these missionaries. And, and you know, it can be an extension of your passion as well. So if, if taking care of moms and pregnancy issues are, are your passion, here you go. You know, um, you don't, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be through your, your church group. You can, you can do this individually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to touch on something very briefly about something that you said in the beginning, which I do want to come back to. Um, and that is that a lot of these missionaries are uh, most if not all of these missionaries are not fully funded from the North American mission board. So, um, this is this is a high need. So uh, a lot of these missionaries have to uh, work to raise their own salaries and get their own funding, and they're using their own money for these resources. Um, so I just wanted to stress, really, you know, when we're looking at these needs, um, this isn't just a bunch of random things that that these missionaries pick. These are things that they really uh, are in in high need for to be able to do the work that they are doing there on the mission field and where they're serving. Yeah, and I think that's one of the misconceptions that we have from um, just if you grew up in a Baptist church, especially that that these that missionaries, you know, their salaries are paid, you know, mm-hmm. and actually, um, you know, one of the North American Mission Board's um, biggest ministries is church planting, mm-hmm. but they only um, they only pay the salaries of, of church planters for two years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that is such a short time to get a church up and thriving in a oh, community yeah. oh, and yeah. support. And so, so many of them are also working second jobs. Like we, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I think I talked about um, Michael and Tracy Bird in St. Louis. Um, you know, they're they they work second jobs. Um, to be able to afford to do ministry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, for, for think for the p- people like them, um, they, they are paying for the rent in their places. Like, like I'm saying, like mm-hmm. when you think of a church planter, if you are in a high needs community where there is, you know, you're serving a high poverty community, the chances of your church being able to support your salary, um, for a year is, is they might be able to support half to three yeah. quarters mm-hmm. of your salary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that salary has to be used for all of the, the basic needs of your church, mm-hmm. plus your outreach. So, um, any sign you put up for your church, all of that comes yeah. out of their pockets. Yes. Yep. And, 
So, um, so this is, this is such a, a great way to relieve that burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. And so I think that's a really important thing to note because you're exactly right. I think we do have that, that misconception a lot. Um, and, and so that's why, that's why Christmas in August is so important. Um, and so if, if you're listening to this today and you've never heard of it, um, I hope that you will look at taking a part in it. And then if you're someone who normally participates, um, you know, thank you so much. This is, this is, just such a tangible way for us to really care, care for and encourage, um, you know, our missionaries that are there serving um, all across North America. And so this is that special time that we get to highlight them and what they do. Um, So go and check them out. And um, yeah, and again, just a, a really simple, easy thing to do as a church group, as a family, as an individual this summer. So really quickly, um, before we end this episode, um, we want to highlight a couple of, of local ministries. Um, so for those of you here in North Carolina that may take a little bit of interest in. So Becca, I'm passing the mic to you, my friend. So last week, um, I spent a, uh, a week of camp uh, at Munda Vista with refugee children. And uh, there were 50 of them. And all of these children were from the North Raleigh International Baptist Church. Um, And this is uh, led by Pastor Patrick and his wife, Pauline. And um, he came to uh, the U.S. from Kenya. They both did um, to go to seminary at Southeastern and uh, realized uh, not long after moving here uh, that the apartment complex that they lived in um, was basically a, a relocation or a, a, a hub of, of four mm-hmm. refugees, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, in North Carolina. And, um, so this housing complex that they live in, um, they started a church there and, and they minister to children every single day there. And of course, you know, attached to children are their families. Um, but, just to see the love that they they poured into these children that week of camp. Um, they know the needs, they know the families. Um, they are constantly um, giving often out of their mm-hmm. own need yep. um, mm-hmm. to, to supply the needs of, of the, their church members and their community. Um, they have children who are, uh, where was, while I was there, there were children from uh, Nepal and Thailand and um, Burkina Faso, maybe I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and also um, from Rwanda, Nigeria. There were there were children from across the globe, and um, of course, not all of those children are Christians. Some of them were Buddhist. And here they were sharing the gospel in just the most plain and loving way that you can ever imagine. And, um, and look, they are, like I said, they are one of those ministries in an impoverished community, a community of refugees mm-hmm. who, who that's like bleeding a turnip to take an offering. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I called him up and I said, look, we've got this thing called Christmas in August. Um, what are some of the needs that you guys have? And, um, and, and he said, oh, Asante <laughs> at the end, after he shared his supplies, his supply list, but, um, so he said they need back to school supplies. Um, they need towels and basic hygiene items. Um, they need clothes for children mm-hmm. um, in, in all sizes, um, water bottles. Um, 
and they also said that they need uh, your basic items that you would need if you looked at any of these other um list of the missionaries that are saying like lists for children's ministry like if you went to the parsons list and you know scissors glue sticks mm -hmm. construction paper those sorts of things they need all of that for their sunday school and their after school programs and then they also said he, he said to have a really complete children's bible study mm -hmm. what we need is snacks <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah because the yeah. children come to, you know for us sometimes in in uh you know your middle class neighborhood snacks is a way to um you know keep the kids quiet while you're telling the bible story um you know or just to to, to make up some time there you know at the end when you're out of things to do um but for him the children come hungry yeah oh yeah and um you can't teach a bible story to a hungry child that's right tell you that that's a mm -hmm. that's an effort and failure and so he said what they would love is non-perishable snacks mm -hmm. And so he said, think about um, animal crackers and um, fruit snacks, those kinds, types of things like um, fruit drinks, you know, that, that they can use for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then, you know, he listed all of the other, you know, things that they needed for Sunday school as well. Um, but I can also tell you, he said, <laughs> the basic hygiene items would be greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, like basic hygiene can mean the difference in getting a job and not, right? So, um, but if you are coming to a place with nothing, it is, it's, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. So, um, so those sorts of things are, are really, really important. So um, WMU sponsors that camp. Um, if you would like to sponsor a refugee child for camp, um, you can always go to WMU.com and, and, and do that. And just, just to echo what you said about Patrick and Pauline, I mean, this is, this is what we preach about on this podcast, which is they're, I mean, just people living on mission every single day. They saw a need, they immediately met it. And, you know, what I, what I admire so much about them is, I mean, when they're given something, it, they immediately turn around and go, how can I put this into the ministry? How can I, how can I share this with kids? How can I, I mean, it, it's just, they are constantly giving um, and the work that they do and what they are doing, even out of their own home and apartment. And just, I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. It is, it is truly amazing to see. So I gave him, um, when I went, I brought them, um, fruits and not fruits and vegetables, Well, I guess tomato is a fruit, but I brought them um, vegetables from my garden and there were probably, I don't know, 30 ears of corn in there. And, um, the children just gathered around that bag of vegetables and they were ooing and eyeing like our children would do at Christmas. And, mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and they pulled out the corn and they were like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like they, I know this. And immediately, like I, I gave it to pastor Patrick and Pauline because mm -hmm. I, I wanted to need, meet a need for their family because I knew so much of their things go out into that community. Oh yeah. Yeah. But immediately after, after, receiving it he told the children that they would have basically a block party and he would share the corn with them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep so um that it's is who they are yep it is mm -hmm. who they are it is yep. who they are and it is clearly clearly an example of what annie armstrong says that the nations have come to us mm -hmm. um and 
And we need to be partnering in this ministry. Yes, absolutely. And um, so if you are local to the area uh, or local, even here within our state and would like to, um, we'll put the, like like I said, we'll put the link in the show notes for you to be able to sponsor um, a child. That would be fantastic. We're still really in need of that. Um, But if you're wanting to drop off donations, um, you're welcome to get with um, anybody here on staff um, in our office, but you can um, email Rebecca, you can email me um, or our executive director, Amy Boone, and we'll be sure to connect you with Patrick and Pauline and get that to them. You have one more too, don't you? You have another spot. Yeah, I guess you could talk about this as easily as I could about the uh, rebuild centers across North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Another great way to, and an easy way, I think, to to be able to do something even with your family. Um, yeah, I th- yeah, there are rebuild centers um, if you are in WMU and our missions mosaic this month, it cover it. There was a focus on the rebuild center in um, Robinson County, and our own WMU president, Miss um, Deborah Taylor, is uh, that is one of her ministries that she works with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what they do is they serve as a hub for missions groups. They provide them with housing, with meals. Um, they even wash clothes if they need to. Um, they they su- supply all the linens and all of the things that you could possibly need to do a mission trip um, in the area. And they are located in areas that um, have been hard hit by often by hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so Lumberton, uh, especially, you know, it, it gets hit pretty hard. Anytime there's a big storm, there's a lot of need there. And so um, there, there is probably one close to you. Um, if, you if Robinson County is not close to you, there, there are, they are across our, our state. Um, and you could, you could choose to, to give to them. Um, maybe the, the need would be for gift cards so that they could buy food uh, for the groups, maybe, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, maybe donate um, detergent and things like that. And then, or maybe, um, you know, sending supplies um, for, for like water and, or Gatorade or things like that for the mission groups to take on, on their, on their project sites uh, with them. Um, So, I would say find one near you, um, give them a call. We'll, we'll give you the list of the, of the ones across North Carolina, mm-hmm. give them a call, see what their needs are. And then, you know, that could be also another uh, awesome trip is, is to come on a Tuesday or on a Thursday, um, when they have a group and deliver those, those things, and maybe even be able to join a group, um, on a project. Great idea. There, so there are so many ways that you can get involved in things and missions, whether it's going to one of the rebuild centers, whether it's, uh, you know, a local ministry, you know, here um, in, in North Carolina and, uh, and donating something to like Patrick and Pauline's church, or it's doing, you know, participating in Christmas in August. There are just tons of ways, again, um, just even going back to what we talked about in the last episode, you know, we, it's like we say all the time. I mean, I will preach it until the day I go home to be with, with Jesus and say, you're on mission every day. Look at the needs around you. How can you, how can you love the people around you? How can you serve the people around you? Um, and then it's just a really, really great time to be able to do that. Not only by yourself, but with your family, with your friends, with your church group. And I know that the, the, um, one of these groups, um, I can't remember off the top of my head, asked, said it was a spiritual thing and that they needed yeah. prayer and that's what they were asking for. But if you're not in a place where you can, where you can donate or give to Christ, to Christmas in August, 
for all of these, pray over them. Oh, yeah. um, that is the first and best thing that you can do for any of these groups. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and all of these other needs are secondary to the need for prayer. Yep, that's right. That's right. Um, and you, you will see that on, on many of them as they talk about um, the, their needs. Uh, and you'll, you'll see a lot of that just in prayer. It can never be, and it can never be underestimated, especially when you're looking at churches who are trying to launch um, churches who are new church plants, who are a couple years in. Um, they, those are really crucial years for growing and developing a church. It is extremely hard. I have never personally planned a church, um, but it is extremely hard to church plant. Um, and you add that on top of it. And, you know, a lot of the things that we're facing in, in our, in our nation and in our economy, and it's just, it's really, really difficult right now. So the more that we can bless these missionaries and pray for them, the better. Yes. Amen. So, all right, friends, well, look at us. We'll, we'll be back soon once um once somebody gets back from vacation that I won't be bitter about but <laughs> Look, whatever <laughs> you've, you've already had your vacation let me let me bask in hey I was supposed to do two weeks of vacation this summer and one of them ended up like being converted to being a chaperone for children's camps so oh, no, that doesn't count no ma'am <laughs> no, that doesn't count say, don't be jealous. Don't be a hater. Like, <laughs> just pray over the, the week that I do have that yeah. it will be. Um, I take it back. I take it back. That's not a vacation. <laughs> all that take it all back. <laughs> well, friends, um, we will see you um, hopefully on the next episode. And hopefully this has been something that's been really helpful and giving you some, some ideas to get you going. And um, yeah, thanks for listening in as always, because you know how we roll. So, <laughs> so we sure appreciate you listening in and yeah, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye, friends.